Hello and welcome to How to Start Up, a podcast for anyone starting a company in 2020. This is a collection of conversations with people who have all successfully started, run and even sold their own companies, sharing not only professional but personal experiences on what we should be doing now, next or never. From forming his own startup at 18 and most recently co-founding Memo, today's guest, Gustav Lundberg Tollerson, is a Forbes 30 Under 30 board member and a born entrepreneur. Memo is a platform where the likes of Sven Joran Eriksson and Carol Baskin can record video greetings for your friends and family. And with over 50,000 greetings to date, anything from proposals to pep talks have already been shared. Gustav shares his enthusiasm for the idea that any entrepreneur from their initial vision can follow any path she or he likes to turn that vision into a business and why sleep isn't a waste of time. Hi Gustav, thank you so much for joining How to Start Up today. It would be great if you could give a brief introduction as to who you are and a bit about your background if possible. So my name is uh, Gustav lundberg Torreson, and I'm from the south of Sweden uh, and grew up uh, on the countryside and I've always been very into entrepreneurship. I started my first company when I was 18 and um, has since been in the military in Sweden. I studied um, business and economics in Stockholm and have since been involved in startups and also larger corporations such as BCG and JP Morgan. Um, and since one year and a half back, I work with Memo, which I started with a few of my friends. So Memo is a marketplace where you can co-create personalized video messages together with your favorite celebrities to send to friends and family. So you go onto the Memo website and select a profile, everything from football players to reality TV stars and uh, actors and musicians type your request and then within a few days you will get it as a video that you can send. And so what was it you did first? So we started Memo with the notion that it's really important for people to connect with other people that they are inspired by and that actually was the one of the inspirations for for doing this and uh, what we started with what uh, was sitting down and making a very concrete plan of how we wanted to go from idea to launch. So that included getting the first um, celebrities on, building out the platform, um, actually raising money and hiring the team. Were you given a piece of advice at the beginning where you thought that is absolutely brilliant advice? The best piece of advice that I got was actually that you don't need the answers at once, you will find the answers along the way because you will have so many questions and there's so much ambiguity. But once you go down one avenue out of many that actually can lead you to success, you will find the answers along the way. And I think that has been really helpful to live and uh, just embrace uncertainness. And does that still hold true today for you? Yeah, I think so, definitely. It's, it's so different from previous jobs that I've had where you usually have a lot of data that you can cut through and look at uh, and then take the best decisions. But in this case, it's way more of just gut feeling and uh, using your previous knowledge from your career or life in general. And how did you manage the business during the pandemic? Because you're still fairly new. Obviously, you've got your launch in Scandinavia and you've just launched in the UK, which is amazing. But you were headed into the pandemic, I think, quite quite early on into the business. 
Yeah, exactly. So we launched in the middle of December 2019. And yeah, we all know about the pandemic that happened in the beginning of March. So for us, we actually started out being uh, distributed with a team. So our headquarters is in Stockholm, Sweden, but uh, we have team members all over Europe. So we were actually quite prepared in a way for business operations. And we're also a 100% digital company. So we're very thankful for that because I know so many friends and other people I know that are, are having such a hard time, but we actually have been super grateful and thankful that we've been able to navigate through this. And actually the first week it hit, we didn't know what to do because sales were going down and dropping and it was uh, quite a shock for us as for many others as well. But since then, we've seen that actually in times like these, the need for sending heartfelt messages to friends and family have increased and also to give back to fans from celebrities in general. So obviously, with people stuck at home and no birthday parties, weddings or celebrations, people would be engaging a lot more, I assume. But have you seen a surge during the back end of the year? Yes, absolutely. We've seen a surge in both volume and the number of orders of videos to be sent. And that's everything from uh, cancellations of dinner parties and events and weddings and also cheering someone up that might be in isolation. But also on the talent side, where we've had a lot of signups increasing after the pandemic, where people in sports and entertainment that suddenly have much more time on their hands want to also be able to give back. And we also have the option to give to charity. So we've been very involved in supporting some of the funds that are researching for COVID uh, relief. And is that something you'd always led into your business is, is sort of ethical and sustainable values? Yes, definitely. And that's been with us from the start. We're super happy to be able to do that as such a young company. Just four months in, we, we donated over $10,000 to WHO's COVID research fund. Congratulations. Well, that's an amazing achievement so early on in the piece. Given that you are scaling pretty rapidly, Memo's success story is very apparent. Would you have any advice to anybody who's started out already but now wants to scale up in their startup? I think the best thing to think on is to really, really focus on your core and because it's easy to get distracted and focus on a lot of different alleys that you can go down. So true. I think it's never a problem with opportunities. It's more a problem with prioritization. So if you decide to scale horizontally over markets, then I think you also should be looking at probably focusing vertically, which is on product. So that would be my number one advice, uh, really nailing the product market fit once you go into more geographies. It's so true what you say about focus, because when you start a company, you are everything within the business yeah. to have to really drill down on that focus and, and prioritization, I think, because everything has to get done. It's just picking what you do first, obviously. Yeah. And have you had external sort of influences that have guided you in that way? Where do you seek inspiration from? For us, it's very, very important to be relevant. So we are inspired by uh, companies that are also uh, taking this into consideration, which could, for instance, be uh, within classifieds or um, uh, food delivery or couponing. And they do really well in understanding local uh, differences and nuances. And uh, I think that uh, has been a part of our success so far that we really taken in that into consideration. Now you're self-employed and your own boss, how do you structure your day given that you are being pulled in a million different directions? Yeah, that's something that's always uh, developing. And obviously now within the first 
two years of starting a company, the days are never the same. So I'm typically uh, a morning person and like to get up uh, pretty early. And I always try to prioritize sleep. And that's for me, at least a very big shift in uh, how I'm thinking. So I've been working in banking and I've been in the military and I've always been told that uh, you don't need eight hours of sleep. I think that's one of the biggest advice I would give just on a personal level that sleep is of the utmost importance. So I try to prioritize that as number one, because then you become more creative and smarter and more efficient. So you actually get more done in the day, even though you may have less hours doing so. Is knowing yourself, knowing if it is eight hours you need, it's making those absolutely sacrosanct that they happen. Yes, one book definitely changed my life to reading that called uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It's mind blowing how we get smarter and we get more healthy and we get less uh, diseases if we just sleep more which is free yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so true such yeah. an easy life hack exactly other than that i try to structure my day of getting most meetings clustered together so you have meetings back to back as much as possible and then just have specific days in which i have no meetings to just get as much done as possible because there's also research showing that Every distraction that you have, be it a notification on your phone or a new meeting coming in, the time that you have to come back to focus might be two or even three times the time uh, you spent on your phone. Really? Um, so, yeah. And it's, uh, it's also somehow counterintuitive because you might think you're just spending a few minutes on your phone, but actually your mind is thinking about that for uh, way longer. So I try to really think about that and how to get a few days where you... Uh, spend very, very little time on email or Slack. I think you've just changed my life. I mean, <laughs> I have no notifications on my phone, but you're right. The more you flit from one thing to the next, it's aggregated time on top of it that then distracts you. And yeah. it's, it's another thought in your head that's distracting you from the focus. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think we should just end the interview here. We're done. That's it. <laughs> and have you got any other amazing golden nuggets of advice like that you'd want to share? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always, I mean, as entrepreneurs and uh, for everyone uh, listening, everybody listening to this that are running their own companies or about to start their own companies, it can be, of course, super challenging. And I think it's one of the most like important lessons I've learned besides sleep is also that it's super important to think about being happy and also look into what it is that actually makes you happy or anxious about something happening in your business. And what I mean specifically with that is if I get an email, I can be looking at it as bad news or as good news. And if I really try to think of it as good news and how we can use it to improve the business, then I actually get in a way better mood for the day. And then the next thing that happens is I go into Starbucks and I get coffee and the coffee tastes amazing. And you keep having that positive mindset, then you just keep on chasing the next thing. So once you're doing it, you're probably just chasing thing number 10, which is the next positive thing for that day. And then you come into this viral loop in a way, if that makes sense. A virtuous circle. Exactly. A virtuous circle. And I think that has changed so much for just getting through challenging times. And it also works the, the other way. So if you start uh, focusing on the negatives, then you also can get down into that. But that's why I think it's so important to 
sometimes just interpret things in your favor. I read something about this. Someone said, if you fake a smile, that your brain still picks up on the fact you've smiled and it, your brain then thinks you're in a better mood. So fake it till you make it almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people around you might smile and then they actually become happy and then you become happy yeah, for real. So. It can't hurt, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. What's the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself since becoming your own boss? Honestly, the most surprising thing It's all about how much you believe in what you do and nobody really knows the answer. So if you're in a business where you're inventing the future and you're having a new product or creating a new customer behavior, you probably have many of the answers. You can ask many others for advice, but they will never know the right answer. And I think that's something that I've learned about myself that I've always seen myself as an entrepreneur. And I think that's a key skill in being an entrepreneur. And that's why we also hire people to memo that are very entrepreneurial and can try to find the answer on their own because there's no blueprint to follow. Yeah, that was quite surprising because I've been working in a lot of different environments where there's always a best practice of doing things. But if you're inventing something by yourself, there is never a right or wrong, which I think is super exciting. And liberating as well. And you, you can't beat yes. yourself up over making mistakes because there was no right way to do it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> That's a relief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you had your time again, looking back at your last few years and setting up Memo and launching Memo, is there anything that you wouldn't do again if you could go back? Oh, so many things. Um, (laughs) Speaking of sleep, I would not uh, do the all-nighters of pushing deadlines and staying up very late to to do those and try to plan better. Yeah, there are so many things that we've been uh, that we've been learning, and uh, I think that's what makes it so fun. You're right, because it's all learning, isn't it? It's all good experience. Yeah. What do you enjoy the most about being self-employed, coupled with what do you enjoy the least? So. With being self-employed, I I think really what's the most exciting thing for me is that you're building the future. But for me, it's actually that I can can get inspiration from a documentary or reading the news and envisioning the future and then actually making a product or a service out of that and working together with people that also believe in this vision and uh, wanting to change the world for the better. And then you can actually make a business out of that. And I think that's so exciting that you actually can get that power to to drive change and really have this strong vision can have that in your company. Yeah, the least, I mean, obviously it's part of it. And I, in some ways, I enjoy it, but there's, there's of course, uh, a lot of stress uh, in the job. And if you don't find the right tools to manage stress, it can be uh, very draining. I, I would advise finding a good mentor, also finding someone who is doing what you're doing. And it doesn't need to be in the same industry or so, but just probably in the same stage uh, if you don't have any co-founders. So you can just share both good things, but also challenging things because the stress and being alone, I think, can be very challenging. So just sharing that with others have helped me so much. And also pairing that with the right tools to, to focus on what matters. Um, that takes 
away most of that stress. But uh, it's you and it's the company and it's your co-founders and the team uh, and many other stakeholders, but um, you're the one responsible for that. And you have to involve that in your life 24-7. That's so true. When you are starting out on your own, it can be quite isolating, quite lonely. So to be able to even, you know, hearing you, and this is, I think, why I've basically done the podcast, it's given me such a level of comfort that everyone else goes through the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Gustav, for your time. I've learned so much. It's been great chatting to you. Thank you so much, Juliet. Likewise, it was a pleasure. It's great to hear from Gustav that sleep is allowed as an entrepreneur and also vital for creativity. Plus, by building a positive frame of mind, even with the little issues, your day will just get better and better. Thank you for listening to How to Start Up, hosted by me, Juliet Fallowfield, founder of PR consultancy for startups Fallowfield and Mason. I hope these conversations offer you some confidence, encouragement and reassurance that you're on the right track. If you'd like to submit a question for a future guest, please head to the SpeakPipe link in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd be so appreciative if you were to rate, review and subscribe as it will really help other people starting a company discover it. Thank you.